Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast and I am so happy to have you joining me today. And we're diving into a topic that I definitely do not proclaim to be a master at, but I am a lifelong student who is utterly fascinated by dreams. So I am guessing that you have a fascination in it too because you've tuned into this episode. And if you follow the podcast week to week, you will know that I was last going off to adventure. So just to let you know, I have pre-recorded this episode and I am still out adventuring and I will definitely report back to you about what is happening on my surrendered extended journey (laughs) on the road but I really wanted to be organized ahead of time while I was still at my friend's house house sitting to record this episode for you so that there was no interruption (laughs) in the podcasting schedule for your listening pleasure. So I fully believe in the power of our dreams to speak to us and deliver messages from our soul, from the divine, from our guides, and that they can help us understand ourselves better and also get messages about what it is that maybe we need to be doing or thinking about or just even reassuring messages about the path that we are walking and you know every I loved hearing this when I first heard this concept about how every night we slip out of our physical consciousness and we actually merge back into the oneness. It's like a reset. And it makes total sense, right? Because being alive and being immersed in this very dense physical energy on the planet, it's fucking exhausting. (laughs) So I love that by design, you know, we get to basically unplug and merge back into the consciousness of our soul and the divine and restore ourselves. And it makes sense, doesn't it, that one of the key ways that people get tortured is by keeping them awake because we need sleep for our sanity. But yeah, the other advantage is is that we have this incredible complex dream state that can help us make sense and process what's happening in the physical world, but also give us really important information to us. So I also believe that our guides and our ancestors will speak to us through dreams. This is a concept that I have read and heard about in many different books and and teachers talking about and I know from my personal experiences that particularly when my father comes to visit me papa he has only visited me in my dreams a handful of times and gosh the physical sensation of him being close to me lingers the whole day when it happens I fully believe in my whole sense 
that he comes to me and you know it's just this beautiful reconnection because our consciousness has shifted it can be a really easy way in for our guides and our ancestors to access us and to give us information that we need so I highly recommend if you're interested in understanding and starting to tune into the divine guidance that can come to you through your dreams is to keep a dream diary because part of the practice is is that the more that you actually start to record them down, start to pay attention to them, it will become easier over time to recall them. And so don't worry if at the moment, you know, your dreams are really patchy. Mine are as well. Like I once had a partner who could recall their dreams as though they were just telling me about a movie they'd watched and this plot line would, you know, carry on and on and then there would, this would happen and then that would happen. And it all just seemed so seamless as a story like completely unlike my dreams, which are like, oh, I think I was doing this then. And then all of a sudden I was suddenly there and that just makes no sense. But then this was happening. Like, so I just want to normalize that even though I'm like completely fascinated in my dreams. I have very patchy dreams. I don't remember them every night or I'll know that I've dreamt, but you know, I won't be able to recall them quick enough in the morning to be able to record them down. So I just want you to know that you can be really imperfect in this process and it can still be really valuable. And what was fascinating about that partner who had such vivid recall of their dreams was that they actually had started recording them down in a dream diary when they were young. And that practice that they had of constantly recording and recalling and paying attention to their dreams, it it honed their capacity to recall more and more of their dreams. Like they don't record and write down their dreams now. They've literally built the capacity and the skill to be able to recall dreams in that way. So, you know, on a very practical level, it can be really helpful to keep a notebook next to your bed so that in the morning when you wake up, no, regardless of how patchy it is, you can write down what you remember. And I'm about to share with you the things that I have learned over time. I've done dream interpretation workshops and I've read things about dream interpretation and I've talked a lot about it because I've just always been so fascinated. So I'm going to share you the top tips that I have learned about interpreting your dreams. Now, of course, the easiest way you can interpret your meaning in a dream is to go to Google, like, or you can buy books with all sorts of common symbiology. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't always pronounce words correctly. Symbolism. Why don't I say symbolism? I can say that word. Uh, So common symbolism in your dreams, you can go to Google. However, one thing that revolutionized my own capacity to make sense of my dreams was when I was taught that because dreams speak to us in metaphors, so rarely do they actually mean the quirky, insane, zany things that are being shown to us. Each thing in your dream is a metaphor or symbol to something that it in, in that makes sense to you. So all you need to do is look at each aspect of your dream or each person who's appearing in your dream or what you're doing in your dream 
and simply ask yourself the question, what does this mean to me? Like, what does this person mean to me? And let's say Aunt Mary is in your dream. Well, what does she represent to you? Does she represent warmth and comfort? Or maybe she represents coldness or maybe you're bored to death when you're around Aunt Mary. So she's she represents boredom or unexpressed dreams or unrealized dreams. Like what is what does she mean to you? And literally just go through each aspect of your dream and consider what does that mean to me? And when you start to paint the picture like that, suddenly your dream takes on a completely different shape and meaning like one interesting common interpretation that I found interesting and useful in my own journey to understanding my dreams is that houses and rooms can represent unexplored aspects of yourself which is very fascinating when I consider when I was going through my very deep healing journey of healing my mental health, healing from addiction, healing my eating disorder, and how often I would have these super intense, super scary dreams of being in a house where there's a haunted room. I'm in the house and I know that this particular room is completely haunted and I don't want to go to that room. And so, of course, in the dream, there's some reason why I have to be in that room or go through that room. I'm completely fucking petrified. And yeah, understanding that, oh, okay, so if rooms can represent unexplored aspects of ourselves, of course, you know, that room that's so haunted can represent that shadow aspect of myself, you know, the parts of myself that I didn't want to look at, that I was running away from, that I was numbing from, disassociating from the pain, the trauma that I didn't want to face. Like obviously part of the healing journey is like opening up and and starting to feel and and meet those parts of ourselves. And yeah, it was coming through in my dreams in a really powerful way. And it's been fascinating to observe how over the course of my years now, like over my healing years, those dreams are so, so irregular. I can't even remember the last time I had a dream like that. So, you know, more recently, I've had some very direct dreams. One of the most more recent ones, like we're talking, I had this dream last month. And I didn't even remember I had the dream, but I'd written it down and I dreamt that I should be on TikTok. And I wrote it down in my diary and I completely promptly forgot about it until two people last week in a matter of days both say to me, oh, Mandy, you should be on TikTok. And I've had people say to me in the past, oh, you should be on TikTok. And I'm like, I'm not going on TikTok. I don't need to like be on like a really addictive social media platform. But when I had two people within a matter of days say very directly to me, you should be on TikTok. And then when I looked in my diary, I realized, oh my God, I had a dream, you know, just a month ago, which said the same thing, which has meant that I'm like looking into it now. And oh, I'm like discovering that, oh, people love to tell stories on TikTok. So maybe it's going to be another platform for me to tell stories that are going to help uh, support people on their own soul-led journey. So watch this space. And I also had a recent dream about being a stand-up comedian. I literally woke myself up in the middle of the night from trying to come up with funny things to say when I was on this impromptu 
stage show for comedians. And when we break it down based on, you know, this idea of looking at what things symbol, you know, what's the symbolism personally, well, when I think about comedy, it's lightness, it's laughter, and stage shows symbolize to me being in the public and being visible in my work. So my interpretation was telling me, like, let your humor shine through your work more, Mandy, because, you know, I can be funny. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that shows completely in the podcast, but, you know, while I can be this really deep, intense Scorpio, I can also love to have a good laugh and I love being playful. And actually playfulness is one of my most favorite sides of my personality that doesn't always get to come out. And so, yeah, like this is the invitation to you. What is it that your soul and your guides trying to tell you through your dreams at this particular point of your journey? And so give it a go. Now, dreams can disappear really quickly in the morning. Like obviously you have those really super vivid ones that can linger through the day that, you know, you know, the ones that just stay with you. But so often for me, it's that they just disappear super quickly from my consciousness. So one hot tip is when you wake up in the morning, before you do anything else, before you say anything to anyone who you might be sleeping next to or tending to people in your house and their needs like kids and pets, just quietly ask yourself, what is it that you need to remember or know from your dreams that you just had? And then just give Just give a little bit of space and quiet contemplation to see if anything emerges. And if something does emerge, then pull that notebook that you've got beside your bed and just write a couple of notes. It doesn't need to take long. And if nothing comes, don't worry about it. Be really gentle on yourself and just try again the next morning. But you will find that if you continue to show up to ask yourself, what is it that I need to remember from my dream state, then the answers will come. Then when you're trying to interpret things by asking, well, what does this symbolize to me? Just trust the first thing that comes to mind. I do not labor over this. It's like I just will jot down a few things that I think that that symbolizes and just trust the first thing that comes to your mind. And another hot tip is what part of the dream was the most emotional to you? Because that part holds an important message for you to pay attention to. So whichever part was the most emotional, whether or not that was a good, positive, happy emotion, or whether it was, you know, a a more challenging emotion, pay attention to that because that part holds an important message to you. And look, one other thing that is a practice that people do, I haven't had as much success with it as what I had hoped and maybe my expectations a bit skewed, is that before you go to bed, ask for clarification. Like if you are struggling with a decision or struggling with a situation or just simply wanting more clarity on something, you can ask for that clarity to be shown through your dreams. Now, I think often I just want to have a very clear dream that's like, la, here's the answer that you're seeking, Mandy. Uh, And it's never like that. Or sometimes I forget what question I've asked before (laughs) I've gone to bed. So I'm going to work on that one. But I wanted you to know that that's also a technique that you can use. Just play with this. Like dreams are just not a quirky way for our brains to make sense of our life. That it's far more 
magical and miraculous that we have access to divine guidance and divine assistance through our guides coming into our dreams, our ancestors coming into our dreams and our souls speaking more clearly to us through them. So have a play and let me know what works for you or if you've had a really interesting dream that, you know, like a lot of people don't want to hear about other people's dreams, but I love to hear about them. So if you've had a really pronounced dream that has meant something to you in your journey, share it with me. I'd love to hear. And if you think a friend would be interested in exploring their dreams with you, then send this episode across to them. And let's just delve into this aspect of divine guidance and see what emerges. Okay, beautiful. I hope that you are going to have a beautiful week and I look forward to connecting back in with you next week. Okay, bye.